Just one thing, everyone. No cutting fit! <laughs> This just into the Survivor SA Newsroom. Welcome back to another episode of T N O. And we see, see, Michaela, you are natural. You are born for this, and she got it the first time of asking. How's that, Michaela? <laughs> I practice very hard. She practices, and that's why she's here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We've got Michaela De Silva in the house. But before we give a nice introduction, there, this is T N O. This is your favorite th- Thursday night outcast on a Friday. Um, a lot happened this week. It went down. Some might say it was a bit slow in comparison to last week, but it was very strategic. I mean, there was Josie Mourinho's in the house versus Sir Alex Ferguson's. There's a lot of that. And um, But before we kick off, Michaela, do you want to tell people why you're the right person for this job today? <laughs> Put me on the spot like that, Claudio. Yes. No, actually, you should answer that question why I'm the person for this job because you asked me to co-host. So, yes. Yes. Well, let me tell you why, people. Michaela was there when my stuff got stolen. She fought the criminals. She went to the police officer. She's a natural born survivor. She's got a natural sort of presence when she's talking to people. She, you're actually, you, the way my stuff got stolen, Michaela, you want to actually tell the people how my stuff got stolen. It's because you were at the end of the table and you naturally, like a magnet, social magnet, attracted no. everyone there and my bag got left somewhere. And that's what I happened. said, you can't blame me for that. All I was doing was just being me talking there. And then you blame me saying I pushed everyone to the one side of the table and then the guy could pounce. That was not I, my fault. I don't think I blamed you. I just said it was a natural sort of that's talent. That like. people. You, it was a, like the light flame to the moth. You were the flame that people went towards you. But anyway, you are here today and I'm thankful for this. And um, we're going to kick off here. We've got Survivor. A lot happened this week. It was a big one. We've got a couple of people in the house. We've got Mr. King there saying, good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. We've got a couple of people, Michaela, just coming in to tune in and see you for the first time. Hilgert, you saw him last week. By the way, Hilgert, Michaela said she was very nervous to follow you. I don't know if you want to add to that there, Michaela. No, I see all your comments every week. Um, you know you know your stuff. So then I asked Clyde, I don't know why it made me go after you, but I'll do my best. That's all I can do. <laughs> Mr. Miller Cassidy, thank you for joining us again. Alex saying, has Sean been sacked? That's a good question. Um, he, his, his job is pending at this moment in time. He's under investigation and we're doing a performance review. Um, and then we've got Michaela saying, Michaela took the bag, didn't she? You took the bag. Oh. Was it you, Michaela? Hilgard, how do you know everything? How do you just know everything? <laughs> he just does. He makes notes. That's what he does. Very yes, observant. Yes, yes. Right, very observant. Michaela. We're going to just jump straight into the weekend focus. So overall, a lot happened. Um, there was challenges. People won a lot of things. We've got sort of the emotional toll of a family reward. We've got sort of the individual challenges where we've got a, a, the, the discussion between goats and not goats. What is the standout for you this week? 
Yeah, so like I said, I felt like a lot still happened in this week. I know compared to last week, there was obviously more tribal councils. Um, obviously, the the family reward um, was nice, but it obviously wasn't as emotional as compared to, you know, previous seasons where the family actually come in. Um, but And then obviously Phil becoming the challenge beast, which we knew might be a possibility. So that was a big thing. Um, I loved Tajan's tribal council, you know, immunity, idol, whole little shebang there. Yes. Or, you know, Oscar performance over there. And then, yeah, obviously the paid challenge, all of that. I still wonder if it's for survivor gods or production influence, the way they got paid up. And then, you know, Felix and Phil going to the spa challenge or the relaxation uh, reward, sorry. And yeah, and then obviously all other things, digging into Phil's bag for me was a big, you know, moment because uh, I don't love that play. Yes, yeah, that's what I wanted to ask. I mean, that's always, especially where we're at as a community watching Survivor from a South African perspective, I would largely assume that would be frowned upon, whereas I think it's it's a bit more accepted from a an American standpoint. American, yes. I actually wanted to get your views on that. You said what's, you're not leaning towards the, the good so, side. So, yeah, obviously I've seen it now more in the American Survivor, and I feel like this felt a bit new. And so I don't love that play. Um, it feels too, like, awkward or, like, overstepping, like, quite a low move for me. But obviously, you know, if they didn't dig in the bag, they wouldn't have known he had the idol or, you know, they could have suspected and things like that. And they obviously use it to their advantage to play the way they did, you know, Marion and Dino. So, yeah, and the end of the day, it probably was to their advantage. So, yeah. And then the outpost, the save the date that Dino had and went and did and how he handled that, because I would say going to outpost should definitely have put a target on his back and somehow he avoided that. So, yeah, those things for me stood out. And just a quick one with regards to the family reward. When you're looking at how emotionally, like when you're looking at Dino crying and the rest of them, in that scenario when we're looking at Phil going by himself and then obviously Tejan going with, what sort of yeah. toll, and so before you're getting to day, in your 30th day on the island, yeah. how much of an influence do you think that really plays or do you think it is them just playing it up for the cameras? No, I think that's raw emotion first, and then they probably think about it afterwards and how they could maybe use it. Um, so I think definitely Marion, you know, crying and that for me, and I can, being more sympathetic or empathetic, I can, you know, relate to that. It doesn't bother me, like I know it bothers Sean. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so for me, and also Dino, you know, is also more of an emotional, in touch with these emotions, which I enjoy as well. So for me, I can see all of those emotions. And, yeah, it's always a nice one when you get to the family reward. But like I said, it's slightly different because you don't see them running out and hugging each other and things like that, which obviously I enjoy. You've got uh, Ricardo saying, I don't know if anyone's looking in the comments and seeing a coincidence between the surnames. Yeah, it's purely coincidental. Ricardo de Silva and Michele de Silva, he said he was too excited for food, so totally forgot his bag. Probably that's what could have happened to Claudio. Yeah, you know what? That probably would definitely happen to me. I think uh, when we're looking at what food does to people out there. So overall, yes. not a bad week. We're going to get into the ratings later. But it's about that time, Michaela, that time where we dig deep, we're looking for the good moves, and we're going to give this award, the prestigious what? What is it that we award you? The Golden Spear. Oh, someone watches the show. Yes. Just a little yes. bit. Just a little it bit. is the Golden Spear, Michaela. You got that 100% correct. And it is about that time once I figure out what I'm doing here, and it is now.
only me, taken me five weeks to get that officially correct, but we are here. And Michaela, names off the bat, who were your standouts? So yeah, it's also difficult for me with the four episodes because after I watch the first episode, I have one, and then the, you know changes as it goes, well, and then I'm like, Michaela, to, to, to be honest, like my first, the first episode, I've got names. And then second episode, I'm like, yeah. Yes. And then I just stop writing. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm just going to watch this and see where it goes. Okay, I'm right. glad I'm not the only one. Yes. No, so right. also, like, especially in the, like, the beginning, like I first had, like, Felix, the way he was playing and reading the game. And um, especially in the tribal council, for me, the way he spoke um, during the, that, obviously, mm. Tayshin got voted out. I really enjoyed the way he speaks and narrates and things like that. So then it was like, no, Felix, well done. But then, obviously, as it played on and he eventually got voted out, as we know, then for me, Dino's social game, I believe, took on another level. So for me, it's like the way he can connect with Marion, that relationship that's like become much stronger. He's used that. I feel like he's also really done well with Kilani, basically treating her how she wants to be treated as if she is, you know, like uh, Marion said, boss babe and things like that, that she's in control of all these moves. But he used that to his advantage, saying, like, what do you think? You know, and then obviously he would rein it in if it wasn't in line, but it would be in line with what he wants. So, yeah, for me, it would probably be Dino. Um, but, yeah, like I said, changes on a daily basis. But um, Marion's also really good in there. I feel like she's a really good uh, social player. She's extremely intelligent, I feel. And um, she's a really good liar as well, which I, again, don't love that type of play, but it, it seems to be working for her. What are yeah. your thoughts? I think, yeah, I think it's an interesting theme. I, I know some of the comments in comparison to last week, people are saying this one felt a bit slow and it felt a bit slow because there's a lot more happening in terms of the actual gameplay. And I think what yeah. we saw this week was a lot of players, again, overplaying, but overplaying because they're here to make big moves and they understand what it takes to get to the end. And obviously mm -hmm. in some cases it worked to the benefit of, of um, your Marians and we, we'll touch on that fact. And in the other case, it yeah. blew up your, your man there next to you there, Michaela, Mr. Flex himself with the unfortunate tattoos on them, the, the knobs tattoo, or should I say no BS tattoo? I mean, it, it was an interesting one because we saw exactly what happened to the full package alliance, happened to the no BS alliance this week. Yeah. The guys understood at some point they got to turn on each other. And with the catalyst of Marion on the outside, managing to pull on those emotional strings and getting them playing into their paranoia, I mean, it played fully into their hands. To your point, I mean, we're touching Flex. Flex identified he needed to make the move his whole yeah. issue was that he was didn't have anyone else apart from the no bs so he was starting from a fresh whereas you got the situation where both phil and both dino were looking towards marion and marion was yeah. that core piece that made them think oh i can go out and i can venture and make these moves knowing that i've got yeah. marion on my side and that again is testament to the fact of what Marion's doing but she completely played into dino's paranoia michaela yeah, she did. That's where her social game and intelligence and she she like instilled fear in Dino by saying Felix was coming for you, you know, so and it was a lie. So she definitely uses that to an advantage and that's why they have like Look at that, on Michaela, can you see that comment down there? Sorry. <laughs> Look at that one there. We've got to read Buenos that out loud. <laughs> Buenos noches. <laughs> the one and only, those of you in the comments, we've got Larry Bota in the house. Anyway, apparently I'm sitting in a hotel room here and I'm a bit loud. I'm getting told to just calm it down. But there's a lot of excitement. This is TNO. We don't like slowing yeah, down. They can, they'll forgive you. You'll sort them out later. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. As you were, Michaela. 
No, no, I was just mentioning about Marion and how she uses that social, like you say, she played into Dino's paranoia, she instilled fear in him, and mm. then that's what made them become closer and things like that. And she also is very clever. She noticed that obviously Felix and Phil were really close. Like she earlier said, you know, Felix and Dante were so close and she needed to break them apart. So no, I feel like she's got a really good on, you know, good read on the game. I don't always agree with her plays, um, yeah. but she is a hard player. So I can't like, you know, look over that. But that, that's exactly what I'm seeing. And when I'm looking at the the season in a whole and why this season, I mean, the criticism arguably in the past has been that we haven't had enough game players. This season, we've had all the game players. And you're seeing the level of gameplay in Marion going, oh, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And she's doing it all right. And she's still out of the limelight. And again, it's to the point, less explosive, more mechanical in the background. And when she gets to the end, she's going to land that final punch. And that's where you're going, oof, this is someone who knows exactly, exactly what she's exactly, doing. But yeah. let's, let's not move away too much from Phil. I mean, Phil's had a standout sort of week as well. Five sort of challenges to his name now, the challenge beast. I know in the yes. favor or in the context of Survivor, or Survivor in general, this doesn't do anyone favors. But what is your take yeah. on that in terms of when we look at how this game plays out and the structure of the gameplay, the only way someone like that can make it to the end is if they continue winning. Correct. I mean, he is thinking. He's thinking a lot and a lot and a lot. And he's not necessarily making the worst moves, but he's just, he's on the arts now. No, I agree. So I was also thinking about that today, actually, about last night's episode is that becoming the challenge beast, you know, you're going to have to keep on winning because then you, you know, you might be a chappies where the minute you lose, then you're going to be kicked out. So yeah. it's going to be that pressure on him. He is lucky that he keeps on playing hard. He's keep on looking for idols. You know, he's constantly looking. He still has a relationship, if maybe not Dino. And I feel like Shane and Kilani are very easily swayed as well. At the end of the day, they also were going a certain way. And then apparently, you know, Phil just told them to vote Tajan at the end, and they did. So he can still use alliances and, you know, he – can also talk well and speak to people. So, yeah, he could always have that. But now that he's the challenge beast, then that's major pressure and target on his back. So he's going to have to keep on winning. Yeah, and that's the only way he goes forward. Yeah, But mm-hmm. when, we, when we're seeing the arts, someone like Kalani. Oh, also, we've yeah. got Dino in the house as well. I mean, Kelly, you want to say hi to Mr. Dino? Yeah, you're saying buenos dias. I don't know, Portuguese <laughs> people are just speaking Spanish. It confuses me, Dino. Yeah, that on? is confusing. <laughs> hey. hey, Dino. <laughs> Yeah, so Michaela, again, so we've, we've touched on the name Marion, we've touched on the name Philip, you've touched on Dino. Is there anyone else? I know Shane's been there. I mean, right now he's also insulated. We, we can see how this end is going. We've got Kalani who's making the biggest of the biggest of the moves. Yeah. No, she's, she's on there. top. She's on and, top. And yeah. this, but this blows my mind, Michaela. How do you think this is going to play out from her end in terms of the jury, everyone that are finding their ways to the seat in the jury? Yeah. They obviously mm. are aware of what's happening around there and they are maybe maybe, hopefully, thinking that there's something that Kalani's doing right? Or is it the case where she's going to be in the end and be like, wow, she's completely disillusioned? Yeah, for me, I feel like she is delirious. Um, For me, I think as she tells each person that she's a bit upset at like the Steffi vote or Meryl was her idea, things like that, I think she's almost busting her game because the people she's telling are, you know, aware that she's not right and that so I do think I mean she might try she's using this to plea her case if she gets to the final two um and she might have a little bit of a leg to stand on but again I think you guys have touched on it before returning outcasts two million you know rand I don't feel like they would give it to a goat um I again 
do not you know vouch for goats but wait, playing but, 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 really. Okay, yeah. So yeah. So you saying a goat in the context? Also, can we also just take a step back in a sporting connotation? Goat is the greatest of all time. So. Yes. Yeah. I mean, is that the worst strategy? Because when you're going to look at it now, we are looking at your Philip. He's the challenge beast, but he's, the likelihood of him being in the game Actually next week to, is yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty unlikely. Yeah, so fair enough. I get what you're saying. It's like it's okay to play a goat to get to the end because like even Dino mentions, you first have to outlast before you can do anything else. So I agree with that. But you also have to make a move at some mm. point. And I feel like, we're getting at that point end of the season that, you know, it's about time, especially because I feel like there were small opportunities for them to make the moves and they didn't take those opportunities. So I don't know what she's waiting for or she seriously believes that she has all of these in the bag and these are really her moves and she's going to be able to use this at the end. I'm sorry, Mikel. I'm just reading this comment on here saying LaRue come up saying the reason for the Spanish is that I'm learning Spanish and would always greet the, the uh, greet the castaways Great. at challenges in Spanish. Ah, Larue, yes, no problemo. Que tengas un buen fin de semana, señor. Okay, let's have a fantastic weekend there. So, Michaela, oh, there we go. Greet. Ah, thank you, Larue. You fixed that one there. Okay, but Michaela, some some key touches. Is there anything we're missing from the the individuals? I was touching the Shane sort of aspect. Do you think yeah. his game right now is a winning game? I also don't know because for me, he also likes to mention all the time that Dino is the biggest threat, but he does nothing about it. So I feel like he either needs to act on it and make a big play. And I think it's the same as Kilani. It's that there's these opportunities that they could have flipped it and could have made some of the castaways go, oh, wow, yes, that was a big move. But they're just not doing it. I know they keep on saying it's too big for them now. And mm. it's, you know, so obviously maybe if time will tell and they will do something, then I can change my mind. But at the, this point in time, I still feel like it's not a big enough or good enough game that they've played. Yeah, I think that's fair. So then let's go back to this week and let's start going, okay, cool. We're going to filter down the names and we're going to say we're going to award the winner. Marion. Yes. Why should Marion, why does she deserve this one? So definitely for me, it's her social game and read of the game. Just poverty, how she can Poverty-esque, poverty-esque sort of vibes, yeah? Yes, yes, yeah. you could say that. And also like we actually to remember the idol nullifier that she played that whole line and she she did it really well. Like it was believable to everybody. They obviously, yeah. and they, that's what they did. They instilled the fear. Obviously Phil proved that he was telling the truth and he played it for Dino anyways. Yeah. But she did that really well. For me, if I would then start being worried if I was sitting next to her in, you know, like in final two, that she would she would be able to talk a really good um like final speech, basically. Yeah. But it is interesting that, you know, Phil still did and he he, he fulfilled his promise, but his promise was cool. He's gonna make feel make Dino feel safe and get rid of him the next one. So when yes. the conversation about an idle, um, an idle nullifier came out for him, it didn't really matter because he was like, well, if it is still Dino, I've fulfilled my word and I've got his seat in the jury. So for him, it really didn't matter. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, fair enough. So that was quite interesting. Yilkot saying, if taking the great players to the end was the play, why flip the votes out Meryl and Steph earlier? And I mean, that's exactly the point. All this talk, it's a bit of a smokescreen in terms of them talking about goats, not wanting the goats, when they were all lining the goats. And I think... Well, the goats, and again, in a negative way, just someone that they want to beat or someone they are convinced they are able to beat. Um, so Phil's perspective, does he deserve it over Marion this week? Over Phil? 
Phil Marion. Uh, I mean, Phil Marion. Or Dino. You look at him, it's quite, a, it's quite a fall for him this week. His alliance pretty much goes to bust. Yes. He gets put in yes. the ass. He wins the rewards. I think he makes the wrong decisions at the rewards. The sort of yeah. family reward thing, Tejan tags along. He wanted to take him with. He didn't. Um, yeah. So he still tries to mend that, but he doesn't do it. He then wins the reward with Felix and again yeah. isolates himself from the four that he really needs yes, to be doing work with. Correct. Exactly. I think, and especially on the family reward with Tajan, he was saying what a big threat Dino is. And every time he mentions Dino, such a big threat, but he's not doing anything about that threat. Yeah. So, yeah, for me with Phil, yeah. I, I also really enjoy him. He's a really good character. He's really funny, oh, yeah. and I like him a lot. Yeah, but, yeah, good. I just feel like in this week, I'm not sure. I feel actually like Dino took over for me in this case. Yeah. Because for me, the no bears alliance were, like, you know, just always at the top hovering, all three of them. Yeah. Um, but Dino, for me, took over in terms of his social game. And even being such an emotional player, I feel like he's been reining that in or using it to his advantage really well. Yeah. The only issue now for Dino, and we're looking at the picking order and how we're going to award this golden spear in terms of moving forward. You've yeah. got, obviously, Phil is target number one. You've got Dino, who's definitely elevated his game. But you've got the whole sort of jury going, take this man out. Get him out. You've got the Dante Brigade, you know, man on a mission. He's like, I'm sitting here, but I'm still going to try and influence these people. <laughs> yes, really. I saw that. Oh, my goodness. That was crazy. That's another level. And that's the thing. Like, obviously, Dino's been a threat since the beginning, but yet he's still here. So... Something's obviously working or people are getting scared at other things or they're getting distracted. Who knows? But, um, but yeah, so I don't know. What are your thoughts? Do you feel like one deserves it more than the other? I think based on this conversation, I think I, I, the people in the audience know where I'm leaning, leaning towards. But Hilgard says, Dino already won the car and the boat trip. Is he going to win the Golden Spear too? <laughs> that's a lot. In one, I think that's too much for one person in one week. Okay, yeah, the Golden Spear would be the, the icon. Well, it would be the big mm -hmm. thing for the week. There's Dino. I Look hear at you. Him. I hear you. All right. I'm going to count Dino down. Got your back. Uh, Dino's got your back. Oh, Michaela's got your back. Dino, I'm going to count down from five. And okay. in the comments, I'll give you time. Actually, stall. I'm going to stall a little bit before I count down to five. Okay. Michaela, what is your mm -hmm. favorite challenge of the week? While well, I give everyone the time in the comments to write down who deserves the Golden Spear. Um, obviously, the one that where they had to run and catch the ball. <laughs> That was really intense. And then obviously having to build the puzzle, but more catching the ball because obviously, especially because they Felix could have gotten it, but then he was a bit slow in the end. And that just shows that sometimes you have to win those challenges to keep yourself in the game. But yeah, that was a very interesting challenge. That was an interesting, particularly around the two balls aspect. Um, yes. Like, why not having a third ball? You get yes. what I'm saying? Like, because when yeah, yeah. Nico was giving the commentary, I was hysterical. He's <laughs> like, tell them you should look up. I'm like, cheapers, just give them yeah. a break. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to count down from five. Okay. Um, Jeremy coming in with a strong comment saying, in my opinion, Phil can't get the Golden Spear, guys. He kept the strongest, yeah, he kept the strongest guy in the game. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, yeah. five, four, oops, four. Three. Pick two, my lord. Pick three, my Anyway, five, four, three, two, one. Are you ready? Yes. Marion. Marion. Do we need to work on our um, synchronicity Diving, there? Right. Yeah, yeah. We'll get that right. Right. We're going to move on, and it is time for the moment that people, or should I say, if you're a castaway, you don't look forward to. Um, but it is a, it's a fun sort of thing. And again, why we do this from a TNO perspective is for our prospecting sort of survivor players to learn something hopefully or maybe even add something that's the biggest part but when they are ready for their turn on survivor that they've gone back and they go hey tiano help me so it is that time to discuss the wooden spoon 
off the bat, Michaela, who are we going with? Oh, my goodness. I was waiting for this because I feel that the Shanes, the Kilanis, and Tejan always need a mention in these wooden spoon ones because they just don't take advantage of the play. Um, but, yeah, it, my thing is actually full. I think another part of, besides keeping Dino in, um, in play, him leaving his bag at camp when he went to the challenge, yeah. knowing he had an idol, I think was like a big, and it's probably just a little mistake that he made, but you're a returning player, you should know. And again, like I said, I didn't like the play of them digging. And I mean, they went even digging even further into it. <laughs> but um, yeah, for me, that was a big aura. Yeah. And I don't know, I feel like every time Phil can maybe make a movie, gets a bit scared. I know he's probably trying to say, you know, play safe that he does stay and not get voted out. But yeah, yeah. he gets a bit scared. And yeah, what are your thoughts? Did you say Shane, the last one? It was Shane, eh? Oh, I said, I was going to elaborate, but I thought I can wait for your thoughts. Yeah, Shane okay. All right, no, 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 no. Well, I, I think I'm just going to throw him out here. This is Tejan. I love Tejan. One of the characters of the season. I actually wanted to go vote for fan favorite and put him down because I just think what an anomaly. The man came in, he played his own game. And you know what's quite interesting is he came out saying he doesn't mind being called the goats and getting taken along, but when he gets to the end, he will do what's necessary. And I think when we're looking at a Shane, what's quite interesting is Shane says he's got this killer speech lined up. But the difference mm-hmm. is I don't think Shane sees himself in the same light. And I think the, the scenario is quite an interesting one because I think they're quite similar, except for the fact that Tejan is probably better in terms of competing in challenges. So he actually had yes. more to offer to the game. And he sees himself out, arguably, I know there's miscommunication. He's fake idol, which, by the way, I'm not sure how many fake idols have ever been created in a season, what the record is for that. But I might be wrong here, but I think we're currently sitting on three fake idols and one fake nullifier. That's four sort of fake advantages thrown into this sort of game created by our castaways, which is quite impressive. And again, testament to the gameplay. Yeah. Yeah, I also thought to myself, it feels like it's way more than it's ever been or that I can remember that everyone's creating these fake ones. Tejan did a really good speech. He actually really played... The concept of his fake idol really well i feel yeah. um i think there again it was so that just proves like for me where shane and kilani they could have taken out felix at that time but they chose not to again and i'm thinking in a way tajan was with shane and kilani on their level so why did then they vote him out at that time where they could have made the move and um voted out felix so yeah so for me as well and shane also he likes to say how many people are threats and that, but he just doesn't just go for it when he can. And I feel like, yeah, I don't think he'd That's really have... That's going I think when you're looking at the great players, and I'm talking about your Tony Vlachos from Survivor, I think... And I always try, I know that's really, really big shoes to fill here, but what I always yeah. loved about him winning twice and doing the thing that he did was when he had the cards to play the move, he played them. He never hang around yes. and waited for the right move. And that's what always gave him the one step ahead of everyone else. And it's to your point, I think Shane's probably hanging on too long. Um, I think when we're looking at the Tejan sort of incident, the, the fake idol's brilliant. It's brilliant. But the problem is it backfires in his case. And I think a lot of looking, when we're looking at Phil, he's very strategic. But I think a lot of what he says isn't too emotional it's not too much too paranoid so it's, it's very face value so when he says to yeah. dino for example and he goes i'm gonna give you the idol he's not trying yeah. to play backstab or whatever then that case well he is playing to backstab down the line but he's saying i'm gonna yeah. give you the idol he's in that moment play. yeah and dino runs away with it and lets his mind get the best of him and overplays it because he's trying to be a smarter player and i think that's yeah. the difference then at the end tajan goes home because of it because he goes hey 
look at this idol. I actually just wanted it out the game. And to him, that's a huge one. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, with Tejan, I also feel like he he sometimes, you know, had good strategy and he could think of things. And, you know, again, he tried. And I also ad admire that he always looked for an idol. Yeah. And he was always on the move and he was always looking for something. At least he didn't just sit back where I feel like um, Shane would often sit and he would say he's not that desperate and just lie on the bed and things like that. So I feel where Tejan, I felt, tried harder, um, mm -hmm. where Shane, I feel, more just sits and waits for people to come to him. Definitely doing that middle management strategy. I think Jacques uh, Berger tweeted that, getting his employees to do the work. I know he likes being in control, but maybe that's, yeah. maybe that's also been a humbling move for him throughout the season because in the beginning, he did try and make the moves, burnt his fingers yeah. a little bit, and now he's putting a lot of trust. But again, that's the issue now is a lot of faith needs to be put into players like Dino and Marriott, and he needs to be taken along. So something yeah. drastic needs to happen. So I don't think he's in the best place. I think yeah. the obvious name here, we've got Hilgard saying Dante for the attempted jury. Player tempered uh, at rival. I wonder what the rules are there. Surely that's not allowed. I also was wondering, even when they all talk amongst themselves, like for me, you know, most cases, they always just sit quietly and don't even, you know, maybe just pull a face, but they're supposed to keep it quiet, you know? Yeah. And then he was really just going for it. He wasn't even trying to hide it. I was trying to see who saw him, but uh, yeah, that was crazy. Yes. Shane's face <laughs> like, he's trying to be like, Yes, bro, don't give it away. Like, come on, yeah, man. Like, I, mean, I, I got you, saying. I got you. <laughs> and Marion's also like, yeah, man, like, hey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, they're saying it was a great TV moment. We agree with that. Um, Kalani, I don't want to say Kalani, right, Joe? Because I think that's the obvious name to be throwing out in terms of also uh, condolences to her and what she went through just yes. to compete in the season, which is incredible. Um, but yeah. I wonder how much, and I, I guess when you do go out there, I mean, people go out to play this game for different reasons. And one of the reasons in terms of her, just when you, someone, I know she was a former bodybuilder, martial artist, and the rest yeah. of it, you kind of do need something to put yourself through again, or like your body through mentally and physically to get you through something. And you know what? She's this far in the game. I would not personally, I don't know what the comments are here around this, but I would not be upset if she did win this. Not because of the story, mm -hmm. but because of the strategy and everything else. Oh, I see what you're saying. So almost because in a way of what she's been through and what mindset she might be in at the moment, that this is her strategy and how she's playing and then she might. But I, I don't know. Do you think then if she were to tell that story at final two, yeah. that, you know, some of the jury will then have that sympathy and understand her better. So my thought at that moment is why hasn't she shared it? But I've assumed it's still yeah. – very raw and very you know like new wounds yeah. but i also thought i mean not like use it badly but she almost could have used it just to connect maybe and people but could have understood her a bit better yeah. and that's not a bad sort of when you look at dino trying to whip out the emotional cards you just stay in the game yeah if she does get to the end and that becomes part of the conversation i don't see them really turning against that sort of narrative and going well jeepers you know she's put through this and she's kept this from everyone she's still got through it's probably not the best social play but maybe from an argument perspective yes okay i'm not saying yeah. i'm not saying necessarily that should be used in a gaming case but you are there to play a game at the end and you're there to win if you made it all the way you might as well do whatever it takes yeah fair enough fair enough yeah but we've got um, also hilkart coming with a solid comment just saying i really feel like tejan's game was widely misunderstood might not have been the call of the shots, but he asked a lot of questions in the game. And isn't that how you get information? Yes, yes, Ilkha, but he also forgot who told him what. 
at the crucial times when conveying other <laughs> information. So not the greatest yeah, exactly. part. Um, exactly. But I think, is there, is there anything else you want to add, Miguel? Is there something that we're missing? I mean, LaRue mm. is here. Is there something you want to ask him directly that he can maybe... And also, guys, if LaRue is here, take advantage of it. Ask him questions in the comments. Oh, they can go for it. Well, I think... <laughs> I think, Michaela. Yeah, I don't know what to ask. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that's all I have for the wooden spoon that I've touched on. So yeah, I'm trying to still think who would be more because as much as Phil for me is a really how good about, player. Yeah. But how about how about Nico for calling out Phil for calling him the challenge beast? They, it's officially it's he is now because yeah. that's what they, the MC said. He was like, "Hey, man." The host said, you're the challenge beast, and now that's what you are. I also wondered about that. Does Nico sometimes like want to um, sort of spoil someone's game? Or like, obviously, everyone's <laughs> thinking it. But um, sometimes when he says the same as like tribal council, sometimes you always wonder if um, Nico says stuff to make people think um, and to sort of steer them in a way, but obviously in a good way. Then, um, yeah, very interesting. So, yeah, he obviously exposed him clearly. Okay, Michaela, Cassidy Miller's saying this again, and he wants us – he wants us to say this. Fall for the wooden spoon. It's depressing to say this. And I think when you're looking at it overall, in terms of the type of game that he has played, I I can't really disagree with Cassidy here because, you know, he's, he's, the wheels are going to come off now for him despite the great game he's played and despite how entertaining he's been. Yeah. That's the thing. He's put himself in a bigger predicament. I don't know why he thought... Felix before Dino was better. I know he just said that. That was obviously his reasoning. But that was for me. So it was a lot of things. So like a lot of things come back. So like I said, when he is, should make a move and then he gets scared. So the, you know, the Shauna vote. And then now also um, Felix and him, they all thought he met, like Dino's the biggest threat. So, but Phil just is too scared to go do it. And he kept Dino. He left his bag. There's a lot of things. And like you even said, when the decisions he made on the rewards – I just don't think it's been his finest week. Mm. All right. And on that note, going to count down from three. Are you ready? Three, two, one. Oh. oh unlucky, man. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not a great week for you, but we love you. And uh, like Cassidy says, it's depressing to say, but you get the wooden spoon. Unlucky there, Phil. And you know what's ironic is he hasn't won the golden spear yet because oh. he's just been pipped out and he's done so many good things. Also, look at this. We've got the South African Rob in the house here. We've got the OG South African Rob. He said, I must agree. Best season ever. Mad gameplay, and I'm proud of all the castaways. Hey, just like that. Okay, we are going to move on. It is time. The real reason why LaRue's in the house, ladies and gentlemen, it is the skull rating. Are you ready for this? <laughs> so this is, um, and for those of you joining for the first time, the skull rating is where we just give our views and we give them out of five. Or we rate them out of five in terms of the skulls, in terms of the level of entertainment and what we thought overall. I'm just getting my buttons sorted out here. That's why I'm, I'm stalling, Michaela. All right. No. Are you ready for this? Yes. Lol, that was a testing. I was just thinking of a storm so much, I hit the wrong button. Right, oh we're going to do this again. We are rating skulls, not storms. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Michaela, you got me distracted here. Okay. So there's a big storm brewing, clearly. Yes, yes. Out of five skulls, yeah. How many would you give? And before you give the answer, tell us what you think first. So what I thought. So I've yeah. obviously been enjoying the season. I do agree it was quite a bit of a slow start, um, but then it definitely picked up pace. And then I know in comparison to last week, because there was four tribal councils, four people voted out and all the challenges and stuff, but I really enjoyed this week. I also don't know if I'm too lenient or too kind. Um, and then I also agree with Sean, I'd love a half skull. Um, so, you know, because <laughs> sometimes you don't want to give... That. Yeah. <laughs> yes, worried. Um, because you don't want to always give the maximum because um, you never know what might come. But I guess if you give five now and five next week, then, you know, so be it. But um, so for me, I really enjoyed it. I would even want to give the five. But if not, like four and a half, I don't know, where are you sitting at? Yeah, i got to say, like I said, I'm so far what I'm thinking is what the season has covered has shown the evolution of Survivor. Again, you got the, the pre and the post and the rest of it in terms of Afrikaans. But what we're seeing is the next step of gameplay. And it's going to be fascinating as to what they do with the next season in terms of who they recruit and who they get in there. But it's really shown the South African public that these are the moves and this is what it takes to get to the end of this game. And, you know, you can't just come in thinking it's going to be enough to fish and make it all the way to the end anymore with one or two players really controlling the situation. So from that perspective, I really loved it. I keep saying this week in and week out, the edit's very clean. I think when we're looking at the sort of Tejan moment at Tribal Council when he does the Fonz turn and, you know, there's that moment where it's, it's quite dramatic, but they've caught the storm in the back and that just everything just yes. aligns. And I know um, LaRue and the gang, they've paid extra to get that storm yes. one time there, you know, extra effects and things like that. No, I'm just kidding. That was all natural, but it was still beautifully done. Um, yeah. And I think the challenges, uh, there's something from a scene perspective. I know when we're looking at the American season, they've stuck with Fiji for a long time. And there's a lot mm. of reasons logistically and financially and all the rest of it. It just makes their life in terms of maximizing the amount of the content they create. But when we're looking at the South African sort of landscape, mm. sometimes like when I'm looking at the shots and I'm looking at what they're getting, I, it blows my mind in terms of going, this is in South Africa. Exactly. I love it. I absolutely love it. Like you think it's just here, you know, just in the other province. So for me, it's beautiful. You look at the surrounds and the lusciousness and everything like that. So I'm also loving the scene set, the way, like you said, even the edit. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. And I always wondered why I didn't wait till season 10 to have the returning outcast, like more of a, mm. you know, um, you know, procedures number sort of thing. But uh, yeah, like you said, now that I hear what you're saying is maybe showing, you know, future participants and stuff of, you know, the the more intense gameplay that you're going to have to play. So yeah, enjoyed it. Very well. Yeah, and I think that was a bit of the debate leading into it, going, oh, why not wait for the 10th season? Yeah. But now we're really seeing it pay dividends and going, well, this is why. This is what we're getting. And we're getting guys that are familiar with the camera. And that's also the other thing. I think when they are casting and they're looking for people, it's finding people yes. that are comfortable in terms of what they're going to catch. And you've got guys that are going, well, second time around, I want to be better. Whether or not my gameplay is better, I'm going to really put something entertaining for my friends, for my family, for people. And I'm going to yes. be better at the game too. And this is what we're seeing. I mean, Phil's confessionals. If you have to look at the, the confessional game, Michaela, who's been your favorite? I know you're a bit of a fan of Flex there on your left-hand side. And I don't yes, know if it's got to do yes, with the muscles yes. or got to do with these confessionals. I'm still not sure. It's a bit of both. Um, like I said, I love the way he is, the way he talks. And I also I always relate to someone who's funny. So Flex, Flex for me is really funny. But I've also really, really enjoyed Phil. Um, his confessionals and that, like, you know, for me, is just... 
I just relate to that. And he's very funny. Yeah. And like when he was trying to find that idol, he's like, I'm not dumb. I should understand this. And I was just like, I get you. I get you. You know, so yeah, really enjoyed it. All right. So then if we're going to decide on a number, what are mm-hmm. you happy with? What are you happy with? If I can't got, have a half. You can't have a half. No, we don't have a half a skull made yet. Can I give... Us. Can I give full marks already? Was it too early? No, you can if you'd like to give full marks. You're going to give full five. marks. Yes. You're going to give five. So, I mean, if we look at this, I know Cassidy coming in here saying, love the strategy, the gameplay. Hey, one of my favorite challenges ever, the puzzles. I mean, all of that's beautiful stuff. And then you've got Jeremy coming in with four, Alex coming in with four. Hilgaard's the only one saying three and a half three. simply because he felt the moves for Tej and Flex were easy. But I think what is quite interesting, again, yeah, if we're no. going to go back in terms of the edit, on paper, these seem like easy moves, but it just shows you how much talking had to be done and how much was actually happening behind the scenes and how much more we didn't even see for these yes. moves to take place. And that, that the Tej one wasn't necessarily straightforward. It, it should have probably been, it should have been Flex and Tej yes. went. So, yeah. So I think, did you, did you say five? I did, but then I'm thinking, because I know it's going to, it's a, the week leading up to the big moves, maybe next week, which will probably be really interesting. So, well, I don't think the show has given a five yet. Logic has got Sean, and he's a hardball type of guy. And he refused, That's something like, I should give him. Yes, while I'm here, the easy one. So, you're going to overcompensate. All right, but what we're going to do yeah. is we're going to reveal this. So, let me just get this done right. Okay, let's see what we're going to do here. Okay, so you sure? Are you sure? Because I'm unsure. Yeah. Okay, I'll sure. do it. I'll do it. Right. I'll be the person. And just like that, ladies and gentlemen, the first five out of five skulls on TNO here. Congrats to the SA, what Survivor SA gang, LaRue and the crew. Um, congrats. There we go. Um, before we talk about the sort of, you know, the actual storms brewing that we meant to cover, <laughs> not the thing that you saw earlier, I've got okay. something that was created here, and it's, it's a little tribute to our boy Tasia. Yeah. Check it out. See, the only thing you need to do right here is snarl your fucking head. Yeah. Yeah. Break your fucking neck, bitches. Hey, Brilliant. all right. It's only because it's Friday, Michaela. Right. Does anyone want to see the Storms Brewing video again, or can we just jump straight into it? Because I kind of played it accidentally earlier. <laughs> Up to you. All right. No, we're just going to jump straight into it. Storms Brewing, Michaela. This is where we make the predictions as to what we think is going to come, what is coming the next week. So, off the bat, what do you have lined up for us? Yeah, for me, I thought about this. I feel like there's lots of possibilities because um, definitely the Dino full alliance. Wait, hang on. Sorry, Michaela. We've got someone asking. And you know what? When they uh, ask, we oh, do yes. So apologies. No problem. time. Let's, let's try this again. Michaela, you do the introduction, seeing as you know how to do it now. You do it and I play it. So I say, Storm's Brewing. For those of you who are Stranger Things are Stranger Things fans, I know there's one or two of you out there. Um, that is, we, we took a little bit of inspiration from from there. Um, okay, Michaela, as you were, storms brewing. Bam, bam, yes. bam. Let's hear it. 
as I said, there's too many possibilities, I feel, but obviously the Dino full alliance, um, mm -hmm. they're going to have to gun for each other, I believe, unless they're going to make history and actually take each other to the end and fight for it at the end, uh, which is always cool if that happens and not take anyone else or a goat or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, for me, there's so many possibilities. Whether Marion will still stick with Dino, will she jump ship and go with Phil or... It all, just for me, there's too much up in the air. I think also because they are still, you know, Shane and Kilani that can be swayed. Michaela, you, you have been a huge difference. Sorry to just throw you off here. Today no in the house, ladies and gentlemen, we've had Dino, we've had LaRue, we've had Rob Bentele, we've now got Kieran Naidu, Mr. Self-Starter himself. Again, if you haven't seen his podcast yet or his own show that he's got on YouTube, please go subscribe, check it out. I mean, the man is one of the members of the gang, yes. <laughs> What does he say? He says, late today, love what you did with your hair, Sean. <laughs> right, sorry, Michaela, as you were. As <laughs> no you were. problem. I'm going to lose my train of thought here. But um, I think I was just saying that there's lots of people to still play with because there's still Shane and Kilani to maybe still work with. Mm. If like, Because Felix even made a mention that Phil might want to rein in and take a go to the end. So that's you know, it depends where she might land up and where she wants yeah. to go and, you know, who she thinks can help her get to the end. Because I still think, you know, she believes she can. And someone might still take her to the end. And who knows? You, your prediction might be right. Maybe she wins this thing. No, well, look, my, my actual prediction, uh, prediction last week was Marion. It was 100% Marion. And I'm still, I'm still on the Marion train. But Kalani's found herself in a, a, a valuable position. The only thing is kind of pointed it out. So it's... Again, if what I think is going to happen with her making it to the end, Marion, I don't know if she will bring a Kalani with because Kalani is not loyal <laughs> to anyone. And we even saw a little that that moment where she goes, she doesn't know why Dino gave the sweets to her and Marion, but yes. you know, she, she doesn't mind. So we clearly, despite the fact that they are spending a little bit more time together, um, she's not fond of that time. So she does yeah. have the option of a Shane. I think Shane's probably more likely to work with her in terms of going towards the end. We could even see a, a final two between a you know, a Shane and a Kalani, but it's the full, full, it's, it's up to whether or not the challenge beast can keep on winning. Yes. Yeah. That will obviously be a big factor because then if he wins, he'll, that's actually what I also wanted to say. It depends who will win the challenges and also if they find any idols or advantages and that obviously always brings in a big play. Um, so yeah, it will, time will tell, but it depends who will want to work with. And I think Marion as well is like as good as a player she is. She often she will change her strategy as it goes. Mm. So obviously because she's reading the game and she is a good player, but yeah, she might have said one thing this week or now, and then she might change her mind next week. So we'll have to see. And spoiler alert: the reboot has come out saying exclusively out on TNO, saying next week has probably my favorite episode of the season. So no pressure there to everyone else joining, but uh, get the popcorn ready on the day and get a slushy if you want. Maybe, I don't know, what's your, your drink of choice there, Michaela? Um, alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Any, anything. What, what, gin and, maybe gin in, in the slushy would be great yeah. while you watch Well, gin and slushy, yes. Yeah, yeah, the movies here by us in Cape Town, they do that. So. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that sounds amazing. So nothing nothing there, but I mean, Larue saying no more idols or advantages ends at six. And I think, this is where it works in Adino's favor. Hello. I, I'm still here. Huh. Michele, are you still there? Sorry, I think you just broke up there for a second. Sorry, we had yes, a little bit of a break. Nothing wrong. So I was saying this is actually where it works in Dino's favor because we've got Phil who's the target. They'll all be yeah. working 
towards this next challenge and going, okay, cool. Who's going to win? We're going to vote out Phil. If Phil doesn't win, Dino's name's on the chopping block, right? Yeah, yeah. If they win it, Phil's gone. It then gives Dino a massive chance because he becomes the strongest competitor left in the game with the five. And I, I don't see the others really knocking him off that perch. And so then he's got to go on a run just to make it to the end. And if he goes on that run, it's his game to lose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like depends who wins and who decides to go with who <laughs> and who they feel they can beat. I was going to say that. I saw Hilgard's comment now. Like now I already gave five. So you're going to have to make a half. So that's someone can give five and a half out of five next week. Um, <laughs> I, I just jumped the gun, okay? Whoops, I'm too excited, clearly. Um, but yeah, so it all just depends who wins. And I think also I, some people have mentioned thinking about sitting at the end with someone, but I think that will mm. start to play on their minds more. They will start really thinking about who they can actually beat at the end. And that will, I think, have a big play on what they decide. Yep. And I think that, Pretty much wraps up the show for today. Ladies and gentlemen, we've had Michaela Silva make her podcasting debut. This is the first time ever she's done this. So please, I mean, if she's done poorly, let her know. Because we won't want her back then, yes. hey, Michaela? Yes, yes. Please rather let me know. Rather let me know. <laughs> no, Be really, honest. I if, I mean, give her some skulls out of five there. Let's see how many skulls you'd give Michaela. Uh, Michaela, before we head out, your final thoughts. Is there anything that you want to say? If there's also, by the way, your mother-in-law, I saw your mother-in-law liked your picture on TNO. <laughs> so you, you, big things are happening for you, my friend. I know, I know. I'm going to become so famous, Insta-famous soon, soon, soon. Thanks, Claudio. All thanks to you and TNO. <laughs> I just want to say thank you for actually having me. It's a great honor. Um, obviously, being a big fan of the game for a long time and always watching you and a fan of you, Claudio. So, yeah, uh, just thank you for having me. Thank you for asking me. Um, it was a lot to get me here, but yeah, I've enjoyed it. So thank you so much. I mean, look, you did, to be honest, what it took was you asked for a buff. And um, I haven't promised that yet, but I did say, <laughs> I did say in the comments, I would give her a buff if she delivered. And it, but judging by what I'm seeing here is um, Hilgard's uh, first time ever he's given a five and he's given a 5.5. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so Thank you. Alex see, we need saying, to get that half a skull now, you see. Yeah, we're going to have to talk to Warren about that. <laughs> Alex saying she was excellent. And then LaRue saying, well done, Michaela, the next Shannon Gus. Also, if she's the next Shannon Gus, what am I in terms of all of this? Only if uh, if, if, Niku, if Niku is playing Survivor at some point. I know there's, he put out something in terms of tweet hosts versus all-stars. So that would mean, mm -hmm. and I saw Phil wanted the host position. So that means doing a challenge with Phil for that. Am I right there, Michaela? Yeah, that sounds, yes. Sounds I think fair, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine no, that. Um, okay, King Carl also saying, Michaela, you are excellent. Definitely a career in social media <laughs> if you ever get tired of tax. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <laughs> right, then on that note, thank you to everyone who joined us today. We really appreciate you. We love you. And we will be back next week for the biggest season of Survivor. And I say that because for me, this has been the best one to date in South African Survivor. I agree. Totally agree. Can't wait. Are you ready to do the, the Fonzie? The Fonzie? Ready to do it? Okay. Yeah, come on. The Tejan turn. Oh, okay. When are we going to do it? Okay. Three, two, one. We got the reaction we wanted. <laughs> we did. We did. Okay. All right. I'll Cheers, everyone. Bye. Oh, wait. We actually don't end. I was going to say, you forgot to say your line. Yes. If you don't know what to be. Be cool. Nailed it.